Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. And today is Monday. So you might think, ah, we're going to get a regular old digging deeper. The Lord's Day. Is Monday? The Dark Lord. Uh, (laughs) It is the Dark Lord's Day. It's the Dark Lord's Sabbath every Monday. But you might think to yourself, I know what Digging Deepers are all about. You play some good clips from all the different Bachelor podcasts that have come out in the past couple of weeks and you talk Mm -hmm. about them and that's usually what it is. Mm -hmm. But this week, we got a Digging Deeper for you that I think is probably the most important one we've ever done. 
at least in terms of addressing the sauce wars, because they are now in full <laughs> swing. And the clips that we're going to play not only illustrate that, they're clips that are furthering the sauce wars. They are taking it to the next level. We have clips from Bachelor mm. Happy Hour with Nate Olakoya and Big Body Trash Can Thomas Jacobs from May 10th. We have clips from Behind the Rose. That is Blake Horseman's podcast from May 10th as well. We have clips from Clickbait with guest Kate Gallivan from May 12th, which were... We don't know this. We don't know when these were recorded. This is when they aired. But it seems like those clickbait clips are a direct reply to Blake Horseman on Behind the Rose. Absolutely. What else would they be in response to? <laughs> well, I don't know when they recorded them. It might just be like, generally, there's a lot of response. And a, basically, like what we're talking about is Blake Horseman has given it some advice to players who met him at Stagecoach and asked, hey, tell us what Paradise is like. What should we look out for? Horseman told them in person, you should watch out for the company players because they're going to get good edits. So if you go against them, you're going to get made to look like shit. And if you try to date anybody they're interested in, you're going to be asked out. Basically, the producers are going to protect them. He told them that. Mm -hmm. He then also said those things on his Instagram stories. Yeah, we discussed this in the Twibbon on Friday. Right. And the, the company players who host Clickbait, Natasha Parker, Grocery Store Joe, Tia, they had some feelings about that, specifically Natasha Parker. And so all of this is now coming out in these podcasts. We're really in this Sauce Wars era where you have the company podcast kind of fighting against the podcast of X players who are shedding light on the producing practice of the show. So we're going to get into all that. And we also have clips from uh, Something to Share, hosted by Sydney Lutuaco and her fiance, Nick, from May 11th. And she breaks down what the actual experiences of being a dancer, a stagehand, a wrangler for Bachelor Live on stage this summer were all about. And, you know, we did a big breakdown of what that's like. Uh, you can go back and listen to that from a few weeks ago. But Sydney really gets into detail about how she was treated by the producers and what the entire experience was like. And it ain't that good. Just to let you know, wasn't a fun time for her. And then we also have some clips from She's All Batch hosted by Stephanie Parker and Jackie Maroney. And their guest was Demi Burnett, the demigod herself, on May 12th. And she shines some light on a wide variety of very interesting things about Paradise, her, her season with Christian Haggerty, as well as just generally how it all works. And some stuff about Hannah Brown's night one, when, if you'll remember, she came in to do the, the scripted bit, Demi's detective agency or whatever. <laughs> if I'll remember, I can never forget that. <laughs> It was iconic. Indeed it was. But we are very proud to present to you, again, what I believe is easily our most important digging deeper of the Sauce War era. And we are going to start it off with some clips from Happy Hour. This is... Digging Deeper. All right, so here we go. We got two clips for you from Bachelor Happy Hour with Nato LaCoya and Thomas Jacobs from May 10th, 2022. In this first clip, Michelle and Nate reveal where they plan on spending the $200,000 cash prize they won in season 18 of The Bachelorette. And in my humble opinion, it's exactly where that money should be spent. Here we 
go. <laughs> Dude, I get stuck in the metaverse. Like, so are you saying you've transcended like this human existence? And now you just belong to the metaverse. It's yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. Well, I, I think that just answered the question. Where are Michelle and Nate moving? They're moving straight to the metaverse. <laughs> I am never going to the metaverse. metaverse. It sounds really weird since you guys like since you guys like haven't like looked into the metaverse and all that. But I'm looking at buying buying real estate right now in in the metaverse. Like yes. What are your thoughts on that, Michelle? I saw those eyes go up. That's I'm I'm laughing. That's where our that's where our gift from the franchise is going. That's where your first our home together is, is going. Be Not a real house, but a house in the metaverse. Here's your down payment for the metaverse. Have fun. Well, what do you got to say to that? <laughs> I like that you just look at me like touche pace case everything <laughs> you have thought for years is wrong this is literally the highest that i can raise my eyebrows the muscles in my face can raise them only this high i hope you can hear my <laughs> eye rolls as loud as you can hear michelle young's eye rolls in this clip uh it's the metaverse brother i know it's the char maniverse brother listen we are gonna start seeing more and more people buying real estate in the metaverse there are a bunch of famous people have already done it there was a big article i read about snoop dogg bought yeah. uh, a piece of property for like five hundred thousand dollars or something and i love seeing when bachelor players move into this arena we've seen matt james selling nfts being part of nft projects he changed his twitter icon to the red-eyed icon which is an nft blockchain kind of reference you know you need a lot of terminants in order to convince people to buy Big blocks and nothing. I'm nothing. As I always say. I mean, look, if you really want to get into this conversation about what even is money and what even is fucking value. I do not. I would have cut this clip, perhaps. Big blocks of nothing is everything. <laughs> Whether you're talking about the metaverse or whatever you consider the real world to be, nothing has any actual value. Money is not a real thing. It's some bizarre idea that we've come up with where we all agree that well, this piece of paper that has a one on it is worth $1. But if it has a hundred on it, it's worth 100. They're both the exact same piece of paper. Big body trash can should sell big blocks of nothing. <laughs> okay. We don't have to go down this road. But I love this clip, obviously. <laughs> and it is really the only one in this entire series of clips that is not about the sauce wars. That was just a little entree, an appetizer, if mm. you will. You don't think the sauce wars are going to go into the metaverse? Well, no. Now, here's something. Here's the tea. If the metaverse is real, how come the sauce wars aren't there, Clues? Riddle me this. They are. The sauce wars are currently being waged in the metaverse. They're, it's all over Instagram and podcast. That's the metaverse. Mm, agree to disagree. Okay. My favorite part of this clip, though, was that Michelle Young called the $200,000 cash prize for winning the tournament a gift from the franchise. <laughs> Well, it was a gift because it's not the prize because Clayton Ecker didn't get shit. <laughs> it was the prize that year. And maybe it was a surprise prize, but it was a prize. That's what you get for winning. No other player got to partake in it. Nate Olakoya is the only one who has claim to it. That's a, I feel like a surprise prize is a gift. I don't know. I mean... She didn't know she was going for it. Right. But there's always a prize. The, you know, getting to the end. The engagement ring is a cash prize. If you can last for two years or whatever the, your contract says, they've been different, I think, throughout the years. So there is a cash element that you're playing for always. This is like a straight mm -hmm. cash element that was like an add on to it. You know, it's almost like this season, we're giving you even more money. They up the ante, but still, there's always a cash prize. 
It's not a gift. It is a prize, in my humble opinion. I would say the ring is the prize. The minivan, the house down payment, the tent, those are all gifts. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) So let's move on now to clip number two. Now we're going to get into the weeds here. We're going to dive straight into the fucking sauce. So in this second clip from Bachelor Happy Hour with Nate and Thomas... Company player Becca Kufrin reveals a truth about the big body trash can and reveals that indeed all is not what it seems when it comes to who you wind up being. Here we go. One thing for both of us, I would say, is when we met each other, it was obviously Katie's season of The Bachelorette was airing when we were on the beach. And I was watching clips and the episodes of him looking like, you know, this terrible villain on the TV show and seeing him firsthand in daily life, how he interacted with everyone on the beach was totally different from what the show was making him out to be. And so for a while, it was like this weird mind fuck of like, okay, but who are you really? Like, are you who I'm seeing in real life, in real time? Or is it, you know, what this show is portraying you to be. And so to just go from that for a while and to not like fully understand like the why behind of like why that was happening and like why he was getting that edit was really difficult for me personally for a little bit. But I will say what helped a lot was the fact that once we were done filming Paradise, we still had to be in hiding until the show finished airing. So for months, what was it? Three months Mm -hmm three or four months till the finale, we had to be in hiding. And so I literally just had to get to know him for him. And we would sneak out and like see his family and some of his friends. So I could actually see him in his real life with his people that, you know, have known him for his entire life, which helped. But that actually was nice because I could actually get a baseline for who he truly was and not what the show made him out to be, which was very helpful. But it was just like that weird limbo phase of like, you know, why are you a villain on TV, it's, it's but really great in person? Why are you a villain on TV, but really great in person? Good question. Here, Kufrin lays out in very specific terms that the villains are not villains. That is what she has learned about Thomas Jacobs by spending time with him outside the show. And she even said who learning who he truly was versus what the show made him out to be. This is all about what Gersher Joe is talking about. It depends on who you wind up being here. She has corroborated that now in a very explicit clip, in my opinion. That is now part of Bachelor Happy Hour. She is acknowledging that the villains are not villains. I mean, maybe they are in some cases, but at least in this case, it's it's not true, as she's saying, which means you have to be able to apply that same logic to the potential that all villains are not villains. I would say it depends who the company players wind up being and who the company players wind up being romantically interested in. Because she notably says in this, why was he given that edit? As if people are deserving of their edits. Or at the very least, it's arbitrary. That's kind of what I took it to mean. It's like, if the producers say like, ah, fuck, we need a villain, he'll do. You're getting the edit. Like it's... It's almost just kind of a hand of fate, which way you you get, you know, edited. Yeah, I feel like it, it depends 
on who they're having on the show, who they're talking about. Because if it's Clayton when he's on the show and he's not in their podcast studio, he mm. is the villain. When he's in the studio, it's, oh, you're actually a nice guy. It just like yeah. goes back and forth depending on like just how they feel in that given moment. But this is, in my opinion, or, or at least to my knowledge, this is the first time we have a company player and not just a company player, in my opinion, the biggest one. The- she is the yeah. longest reigning host of Bachelor Happy Hour. She is the host of Bachelor Live on Stage. She is the only Tropical Royale. She is currently involved in a serious relationship with somebody from the franchise. She is as company as it gets. And she has now corroborated that villain edits do not mean those people are bad people or are villains. That idea now exists coming from the company player itself. And that is very important to keep in mind for the rest of these clips we're going to listen to because (laughs) in my opinion, it kind of, it almost invalidates everything that these other company players are going to say. But this is another hallmark of these company players. They can say this truth that villains aren't villains and then immediately they can go back on it and say whatever the fuck they want in service of whatever narrative they need to pump out. That's what I'm saying. It's like random. Whatever they want to say at that given time seems to be yeah. how they decide the show is edited, whether it's deserved or not. And it also is, in this case, Kufrin is using it to justify the relationship with a villain. How could Becca Kufrin, an ex-bachelorette, somebody who was villainized at a level that, or sorry, victimized at a level that no one else really had been victimized up to that point when they made uh, Ari in season 22 break up with her for like 45 minutes straight in a single shot on the fucking show. (laughs) Nobody had been victimized like that up to that point. Maybe Emily Maynard when they made her drive a fucking race car around a track after her husband, who was a race car driver, had died in a plane crash. But I'm just saying that... She is using this to justify that relationship by saying he's not really a villain. I don't know why they gave him that edit. But in doing that, she is revealing that these villains aren't villains. That is extremely important to remember moving forward. Now, let's begin the moving forward. In this next clip, we are going to the podcast Behind the Rose. This is Blake Horseman's podcast that he does with his friend, Eric Bradley. It is important to note that this podcast was recorded before the clickbait episode that we're going to get into in our very next series of clips. So again, as it stands, I just need to lay out this timeline. Horseman goes to Stagecoach. He gives some players some advice about Paradise. He shows that advice in his Instagram stories. Then he also will now discuss it in this podcast. In this clip, he is discussing that Q&A that he did on Instagram, and he elaborates on what he told prospective Bachelor Nation players at Stagecoach and what the future of Paradise might hold with regard to the company players. This is an integral clip in what we're going to talk about in the rest of this Digging Deeper. So here you go. Enjoy. The only advice I did give them, and it was something I talked about in the Q&A today, was if there's anybody down there who who is a host of a of, of an official bachelor podcast, do not get on their bad side. Do not yeah. fuck with them. I'm not saying stay away from them. Be friends with them, but don't go after somebody they're dating. Don't piss them off because they will get a good edit no matter what. ABC makes money yeah. off of them getting a good edit. Well, Thing is, and this- also the hosts make money 
off of ABC. I mean, they're on contract. They get paid. They're on their payroll. Yeah, but the thing but is, yes, they should and, not. They should exactly. not be down. The host no. just should not be a part of. Yeah, and, the show. And they may never be again. They may not. That might have been a very unique one-year thing, because Natasha has said she's not going. But if you also think about it, like yeah, Becca Joe, they found. Well, like, that's the craziest so, part of it all. Yeah, Becca Joe, and I mean, I guess. Uh, who? Oh, Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess Tia. She found Tia, it outside the show. Yeah, yeah. But, Tia was. Yeah, she was definitely. Probably they were leaning towards her being a host anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying it doesn't work for them, but I mean, we saw what happens if you go against Natasha. Yeah. We saw what happens if you go against Joe Becca. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you, you just, go against Joe Becca, anyone who's a host of a podcast, you're going six, against ABC. Exactly. Like, just expect like, to get buried. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do. I think it's wrong, but and I still love Joe and Becca and yeah. Natasha and everybody, and it worked of for them. Course, it's great, yeah. and I'm happy for them, and I'm glad I am. Glad they went because look what happened. But I think moving forward, I just don't know how they can they can allow that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they, like, they knew they knew going in that they were the bullies. Oh, golden ticket. Yeah. And they knew. Like, and I told Joe that. Joe's like, should I go? I'm like, yes, bro. Yeah. You're having the golden ticket, man. They mm-hmm. will never ever bury you, man. Yes, go. I Becca too. I told her that you have the golden ticket. Like, go. I got the golden ticket. Yeah. Golden ticket. I love that phrase. The golden ticket is not <laughs> quite the correct analogy here. If you remember in Charlie and Chocolate Factory, the golden ticket didn't save anybody from horrible things happening to them. All those little kids got completely fucked up in the chocolate factory. The golden ticket just got you in the door. Didn't they die? Uh, I don't know if they died. In the movie, they didn't die. They all come back in the end, but they do get fucked up in various ways. But uh, I would argue it's more like a golden parachute. It's like no matter what happens in paradise, you're going to come out on top. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. you, you're you safe, basically. Yeah, I mean, they fucked with him a little bit, but it was in order to give him this redemption story. Mm-hmm. And he came off treating Kendall really well when they broke up. Yeah. Or re-broke up, I suppose. They, they sent him in to fucking bully people off the beach, and they gave him a hero's edit. He was the fucking prom king after he did that. Yeah, the golden ticket really just means you win prom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the the important thing that is happening here is not the terminology of golden ticket or golden parachute. What they're talking about in this podcast is the idea that you can't, that paradise is fouled, even with the the idea that these people could be down there because you know that they're going to get preferential treatment. So there is no real level playing field, even in terms of like who you're going to make a connection with or whatever. Because now, after having seen that last season, everybody knows, as they're saying, you saw what happens when you go against Grocery Store Joe. You saw what happens when you go against Becca Cooper. You just get x the fuck out. And so now everyone knows that. And the thing that I think is like really interesting that that Horseman says here is like, maybe that's the only season that that will happen in. I, yeah. I don't think that's true because I think it helps their ratings. But... I think this next season, it's probably likely. I don't know who they would have there other than Mike Johnson. He's the only one who's not in a relationship. I think they'll have I think they'll have people there and they'll announce the podcast after. Ooh. But I think whoever is on this sand, you're competing to be a bachelor podcast yeah. host. Because I bet they'll add a new one. A hundred percent agree with that. I think this is your podcast tryout. You have to make mm-hmm. some kind of relationship with somebody else who could be a host and you need to make some kind of splash to yes. show like, look, I'm good on camera and I can say funny things and I can have commentary and whatever. In your ITMs, you should basically be doing a podcast. I would be focusing on your dynamic duo yeah. and colorful narrator. That is 
absolutely what you should be focusing on. I think whoever can walk out of there with a good colorful narrator dynamic duo, you're going to get a podcast. I'm surprised actually at this point in thinking about it like this, that Bonsall and Aaron Clancy don't have one yet. They should start one. I'm sure they've discussed it. Yeah. At any rate, this clip that we just played was really the setup for everything you're now going to hear. You have the context of this. You have Becca Kufrin saying, villains aren't villains. You have Blake Horseman saying, this is what I told everybody at Stagecoach. When you go into Paradise, Mm -hmm. be careful of the podcast host because as he puts it, ABC, but it's also Warner Brothers, they are backing these players up. They are untouchable. So if you go against them in any way by fucking with them directly or by dating somebody they're interested in, you're going to get wrecked. And that is essentially the table being set for everything we are now about to hear. (laughs) We are about to jump two feet in, fucking nosedive into a giant sauce pot, bubbling with heat. Yes, I feel like Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) Exactly. But I'm flying into Sundays with Joe instead of coins. So we are about to get into clickbait. With the guest, Kate Gallivan. This was from May 12th. And again, this episode was released after the Behind the Rose that we just played the clip from. And after the Instagram stories. Definitely after the Instagram stories, yes. We don't know when this episode of Clickbait was recorded, but I firmly believe that this is a direct rebuttal to what we just heard. The statements mm-hmm. that Balakai made on his podcast and in his Instagram stories. I can't imagine what else it would be in response to. No, I agree. <laughs> so... This first clip is all the company players are sitting around. They start discussing the Corinne Olympios and Scott Disick events that are happening. And we see firsthand the power of these podcast hosts, these company players, exactly what power they wield in the nation. This is sobering to me and terrifying. (laughs) Please enjoy the first clip of these three that we're going to play. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip with Kate Gallivan on clickbait from May 12th, and you want to hear all of the sauce wars as they are bubbling, just go to patreon.com slash game of roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the rest of this episode. You're going to get access to every episode that we have done in our Patreon, which at this point is around 50, I think. Uh, all kinds of stuff, stuff like this, digging deepers from all past episodes of Bachelor Happy Hour, of Clickbait, of Talking It Out, and a wide variety of other Bachelor Nation podcasts, as well as deep dives into the producers, the babies in Bachelor Nation, all kinds of other weird off-season stuff as well. And if you join us down in the bottom of the pit, you're going to get access to our live shows that we do every Monday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right before the airing of every week's big game. And we keep doing those through the off-season as well. And perhaps most importantly, you're going to get access to the Discord, where you can submit your own screams in a one-minute or under audio file, and we will play some of those on This Week in Bachelor Nation and analyze them. We hope to see you very soon in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit 
You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the Pitless Room and have to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the Pit, you can get it in And dig around in all this content It's the Pit, come on, admit You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Now you've heard me talk about Quince on this program before I love Quince I am right now Head to toe, dressed in Quince I got their shirts, I got their pants I got everything from Quince Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. (laughs) I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's gonna use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. 
I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.